party. Hold it right. like this. Hold it like that, yeah. Do you do you have like a bunch of plants at your house? I have two. You have two? Put the mic to your face. When you answer, I go. Uh, you have the snake plant and then what else? I do not know what it's called, but it looks like Swiss cheese plant. What? Swiss cheese? Yes. Really? Like, does it go... What? Really? Why does that sound like a trip? Does it go... Is it like an up? Like an like upward kind of like... What, what does it look like? It has leaves on it, and all the leaves <laughs> have holes in them. <laughs> like Swiss cheese. Okay. Uh, and then, so, when I first met Madison, she brought me... When the first time she came over, she brought me the cactus, right? And I was, like, super fucking stoked on it, but I didn't want to kill it. I was like, I, don't, I just didn't know. I've never been a plant person. And then immediately, I just was like, I'm fucking plant daddy now. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, I want all the plants. So then uh, she brought me some succulents from her garden, and then I got uh, some succulents from a homie. And now the snake plant, and now I'm like, I want a fucking forest in here. And I don't want to go too hard, but I want a couple more plants for sure. It's fun. It's fun, like, being mindful and taking care of them. Yeah, plants are tight. I go to Sky Nursery all the time. Just to, to walk local. Well, I try to buy different plants whenever I can. But well, you have two plants at your house. But I have a small place, so I want oh, to get true. a couple more true. if I can. Yeah. But I only have one window. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they got to all share the light. Uh, all right, let me do the intro. What's up, everybody? This is Tan, uh, the donut daddy, the loudmouth himself, the groovy of all misfits. Uh, this is the Groovy Misfits podcast, and today we have a super sick episode. Uh, man, I'm so excited for this guy. I love you to death. Uh, say what's up, Josh. Hello, hello. Josh is uh, a long, long time friend, uh, and we're going to get into all of that because there's a lot of cool stories that I want to tell and see if he remembers. Uh, I've been trying to get him in here for a minute and super excited. Uh, so what's up, Josh? I want to start off by asking you, and you're going to giggle at this, or maybe is, what is your first memory of meeting me? And what was your first perspective? I know it sounds a little selfish, but I'm curious because uh, I, I want to give you mine of yours. Um, I can't recall the exact first memory. I remember when you first started at Walgreens, right. but I don't remember like what I said at all. I'll tell you, you didn't say shit. <laughs> you, <were> so <laughs> you didn't say anything, dude. And that's like that. Was, so you were literally, I was thinking about this today. You were my first non sobriety related friend that I made when I moved to Seattle. Very first person. First getting, person, not in like any kind of program. Right, first, right. Okay, just gotcha, like right. in life, uh, you could say like work friend, but like f just friend in general. You were the first person that like I met and was like, oh, I want to be that person's friend. And then like we just like slowly had that friendship over the years and everything. But like you were the first person. And, and it was just like I was thinking about the day. I was like, dude, that's so fucking cool. You know what I'm saying? But what's funny, dude, is when I first – so when I my first impression with you is I was like, oh, dude. He obviously skates. He's fucking tatted up and he's fucking, he, he's cool. I was like, he's, that's a cool fucking dude. And I was like, I want to be his friend so bad, but you were like hella quiet and you were like professional. Like you just did your job and you weren't, <laughs> you weren't an idiot like me, like, like always fucking around and everything. You were just like very fucking quiet, reserved doing your thing. And I would constantly like, I don't know if you remember, but I would constantly just try and make you laugh. Like I was trying to say funny shit to get you to like giggle and crack up to try and like open you up a bit. And dude, it took like six months. I think it took like six months before we were like talking where you were comfortable talking with me. 
Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, one of the reasons is work is work. So I'm like, I do what I do at work. And like in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, this guy's pretty cool. Yeah. And then like slowly throughout the time, then I'm like, okay, I can be his friend. But I've been at that job for so many years at Walgreens. I guess people don't know they listen to your podcast. But yeah. I've been at Walgreens 15 years and this store 10 years. And so I've seen a lot of people come in and out. So I don't make friends very easily. Right. So that's the reason I'm, I guess, standoffish, but really just quiet instead. Well, I, I get that. And, and I didn't think of that in the time. Just I didn't think of anything because I was just like a fucking wild beast. that was just like living. But uh, after a while, I realized like, oh, yeah, dude, you there's probably a ton of like either cool or just random people. Because even in the, the year I worked there, there was like a ton of new random people that would come in. And that you were probably so used to just like the over the overturn where you're just like, yeah, you're cool, but like, I'm not gonna homie out with you because you're probably gonna be gone in like six months or some shit. And also, like you said, it's just work. You know what I'm saying? You're just doing your thing. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, one of the first times is when he went to the concert. Yeah. Because like it's like that's the first time I brought somebody. It sounds weird, but brought somebody from work. Sure. To like my personal life. Yeah. I, I met up with you here in the hill first. And then you went and did that weird tag on that garbage can real quick <laughs> before we went to the show. Just made things just a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, you tough. caught a video of it too, didn't you? Yeah, but I don't have any more, unfortunately. Right. Was it like, I think it was on Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, that was a fun night. Where did we eat that night? Do you remember? I feel like I took you somewhere. Did we go to uh, the other coast and got sandwiches? Uh, probably, but I go there all the time. So it might be that place. It might be somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, I think. And then we went to. <laughs> I'm glad we're talking about this. We went to Alive and Well. Right. I think we may have hit 35th and then we went to alive and well. And I remember we, you, you were getting, I think you got a couple things like a couple, they were having a sale. And I remember I, I went up to this girl and I was like, Hey, uh, can you bring out every sales shirt that you have in like this size? And she looked at me and she was like, I'm not going to do that if you're not going to buy anything. And I was like, you don't know me. <laughs> and I, I literally bought like seven different shirts. I do remember that. <laughs> and she was like, she thought I was just being a dick. Like she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Cause you're not going to buy them. And I was like, I'm going to buy every single one. They're yeah. pretty cheap. Yeah. Cause I think they had like a, a different, uh, every box of a different size or yep. something weird like that. Yep. I was, uh, that's my, that's my laptop. Uh, I was telling Madison about, have you ever, have you gone to LA before? Yes. Two times. Two times. Uh, have you ever gone during, uh, like Thanksgiving, like black Friday? No, I went for Halloween one year and then I just went in the summertime one year to skate. So no. Okay. So, the secret move yeah keep it that close when we talk i know you see me i'm like fucking rubbing on it uh the biggest secret i could tell anyone because i know me and you and it's another thing i want to talk about but like with clothes and we've always related on that too clothes sneakers all of that and we'll get into it but uh every year black friday week uh melrose and fairfax were all the fucking like hype beast shopping is and you know like supreme's there and fucking huff and diamond supply all of that they do box sales and then there's like a there's a ton of different shops so you just go in and literally every shop has like 75 percent off all jackets t-shirts they'll do mystery box sales for 100 bucks and you literally get like 30 articles of clothing and i'd go i've gone there i think two or three times and i would get my entire wardrobe for the next year even though it's all last year's shit it doesn't even matter it's still cool stuff right uh and i'm not like a trendy person but I definitely recommend to you or anyone that's trying to like come up on some cheap shit and like have a fun little time, go down there for black Friday. And I bet it'd even be better during fucking COVID and shit. Cause like no one's buying shit. True. But, uh, what about that plane ticket there and back? I feel like you're losing money. 
Fair enough. Unless you're already going, if you're, unless you're already going down there. That's the only right. Reason it and that's why it would be cool to make a little trip of it. Make a little trip of it. But uh, that makes sense. That was, dude. That concert was so fun, man. And it, and I was just glad that like at that point we had started being friends and like started like communicating at work and like laughing and giggling and shit. And it was like I knew, I knew you were coming around when you would laugh and like crack up. We wouldn't necessarily talk and we wouldn't shoot the shit because you, yeah, you are a great worker. And that's another thing, dude. You taught me how to be a good employee. I was a shit employee because I've never worked before until Walgreens. You fucking really like taught me just by you showing up uh, and how you do your job to be like a good, thorough employee. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. It feels weird, though, because I don't think about it like that because that's just how I do things, how I've always done it. Yeah. So um, to me, that's normal. Do you... (laughs) Dude, that opens up so many fucking questions because you are one of the most like you're thoughtful, you're polite, you're humble. And and, and I know this is going to get uncomfortable because I'm saying a bunch of nice things about you. But it's true that like I've told you this a hundred times, dude. You are one of the most genuine, like kind people and honest people I've ever met. Like I've asked you this before. I need to ask you again. Like was it your upbringing was it is it literally just like you that's just like your intuitive like this is just who i am or like did you ever have like a dog phase where you're kind of like a scummer or like what do you think it is dude i don't know i've i'm an army kid so like i've been a lot of different places so i'm always just like the quiet person that just does whatever i'm supposed to do right so maybe like more disciplined sure and then how i was raised i was raised in a two-parent household my parents are still together after right. 35 years Which i think it's super 36 cool. years and you have a now. younger brother younger brother he's 32 33 okay uh, he's three years younger than me so you're 36 now yeah my birthday was um uh, two weeks ago a week really ago? I don't know. the 28th of october when was that uh two weeks ago yeah something like that yeah, yeah right. something my birthday's like that. two weeks ago uh oh dude well, happy, years old. happy late birthday appreciate it you know uh i always love you giving gifts so i have some fucking gifts for you i still have the you gave me the first thing that said poser back when you were tagging poser yep still have that little one i have the one that says uh skate or die skate or, or die. make america skate again make one america. of those two things <laughs> yeah. i think it says both things on it <laughs> that's a good little tagline dude make america and then last skate. time i hung out you gave me your original of like the one that says colt in the white the, the, the white with frame one. yeah yep. so i still have that but I've, i have not hung anything up in my apartment yeah it's just all on the floor I just look at it dude art on the floor is cool that's a whole vibe that's yeah. a thing uh do you have you not hung it up just because you're lazy or just because no you're because gonna move soon i don't know so i don't know if i'm gonna resign my lease yet so it's a race of time to start putting things on the wall now i've no, been there nine it. months i feel so. it so if i sign another lease then i'll start hanging things right where would you possibly move to no idea not sure yet you're just seeing no uh, so i work at walgreens in kirkland and i work in downtown seattle at coleman dock for the ferries yeah so Northgate is uh, pretty in the middle of both of them. So I like that area. Yeah. But my rent is going up a lot. So I don't know what I'm going to do. And I just found out the other Are day. Are you in a studio or a one bedroom? It's a studio for 12.05. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. Probably. I mean, spend your, I mean, I think it's good, solid, like a thousand for a studio, especially if it's like a decent, like nice one. Yeah. Uh, how's the, I'm proud of you for doing the fucking the fairy thing dude like are you now that you did it like and started it and have been doing it are you happy that you did it yeah yeah it was a good thing to get into because working retail for so many years uh it just gets boring after a while like monotonous like i do the same thing it's like autopilot i'm not paying attention this new job i'm like standing in traffic at all times so i gotta always be paying attention you know keep my head on the swivel so nobody runs me over yeah even though i'm wearing bright orange bright yellow people still are terrible drivers still trying to take you out true uh is the 
I know you're, this is again, fucking, this is not the type of person you are, but is it nice having a little bit more money? I yeah, know so you I, have to be making a little bit more money, dude. Yeah. It was weird because so I have, so Walgreens I only work two days a week, one day sometimes, but I still have like PTO. So I just get free money technically. Yeah. yeah. Or not free. I guess it's my money, but I get it. So like every month or every two weeks, no, no, every Every other paycheck, I get paid at the same time on both jobs. Oh, so you just get so, cracked off. Yeah, and then some weeks it's like a little bit different. So it's weird having more money. Uh, you're like, this is so tight. I'm not going to spend any of this on it. That's what I think so. But then I start <laughs> buying things for no reason. Yeah. But not Welcome like, to the hamster wheel, dude, of like making more money. And then, because I remember you're saying like, well, I don't really need, I'm not even tripping on money because everything, I live within my means. And, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like, well, wait until you start making more money, dog. <laughs> and it's like, ooh, I can afford this. Yeah. Like I was going to buy a new car, but my car's finally paid off. So like, chill with it for no a payments it's good to have no payments that's the golf right yeah the golf uh what year is it 2011 how many miles 110 now i believe you've maintained it pretty good yeah, yeah. how much are you selling it for well i'm not selling it yeah you are i'll buy it <laughs> you can't buy it i can buy it <laughs> nope i'll pay cash not selling it ah when you do i will buy it because i know you took care of it so i'm looking for a little bit newer car uh, bad. is it a manual or nah, automatic stick shift or no automatic i don't want it Okay. Okay. Uh, that solved that problem. Yeah. Right. Dude. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? It would Can be I lean cool. back in the chair? Yeah, yeah, okay, get comfy, dude. Get cozy. Well, bro. you were filming earlier. I didn't know yeah. what I was supposed well, to do. You're supposed to look cool no matter what, dude. Uh, <laughs> I tried to, but like, I didn't feel comfortable sitting up like that. No, you did, but now you do. This is how I know you're comfortable is when you sit back. I'm like, okay, they're chilling now. Uh, okay. So, we went the G Easy concert. Uh, was actually pretty tight. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. You know what was surprising is I thought ASAP Ferg would have been a better performance, but also better sound system and shit. It was kind of trash. I don't know if you remember. Remember we were down I think it's in the pit. I think it's because it's such a big venue and there wasn't that many people there. There wasn't that many I people. I think that's what happened. Like when it's a smaller venue and it's packed, it sounds better than when it's like a huge venue, just a giant open room with like right. less people. Right. And well, like, dude. That was it was at WAMU, wasn't it? It was at WAMU. Yeah. And what was crazy is that was my first experience. That was a non- rave or like edm show right mm -hmm. where i remember i was trying to get you to go to one for so long uh non-rave like edm show that i went to that was all ages yeah i don't know if you remember when we walked up there was like all these sweatshirts and fucking uh like jackets and shit on the ground from all like the underage girls they were wearing their like skimpy outfits but yeah. they like <laughs> took them off, literally just abandoned their sweatshirts to go into the venue. Yeah. And then after when we were leaving, I remember seeing just a row of concerned parents waiting in their cars. Like yeah, all yeah. these dads <laughs> just stressing the fuck out. Like, oh God, I hope Samantha fucking, oh my God, dude. What, oh, please, uh, I do God. remember that. Cause we parked in the parking garage. We had to walk to it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this that. is wild, dude. Oh my yeah. God. Uh, and yep. then we didn't go, we didn't go to any other shows or anything like that. Right? No, I don't go to that many shows anymore. I know after we did, I was like, oh, I, want, I remember we were talking about going to a comedy show, fucking, uh, and then, well, after, when COVID happened, we couldn't do shit at all, but uh, do you remember, do you remember when you fucking, we were in the lunchroom, and it was when I had my crazy long hair, and I'm sitting there, and we're talking, and I hear, and I look up, and you're taking a picture of me, and you're shaking your head, and you're like, I just sent my picture, your picture to my friend. I think, I think you either sent it to Jared or sent it to your friend mm -hmm. for Jared's number. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you're going to go get a fucking haircut. And then that's when I went to go for, got my first ever like adult haircut where I didn't look like a scrub. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it was, so, it was just so funny though, dude. Just like, 
that was very kind. Even it was funny, but it was like kind of you to take interest of being like, yeah, dude, you look like, hey, man, because I didn't know, dude. I didn't know. I looked like a fucking weirdo. You know what I'm saying? Just like I was rough. I was rough around the edges, and that you like you. You showed that like care of like, hey man, go get yourself cleaned up. I know my boy, and then ended up meeting Jared, who became a good friend. Yeah, it's right? cool how you meet friends through other friends. So like now, I didn't even know Jared that well. Right. He just dated Brittany back yeah. in Tri Cities with yeah. friends. So then that's how I knew him. Mm-hmm. I never got a haircut because I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, when I met him, I don't think I was bald yet. I just went to uh, a black barber. Right. And that was over. That was over uh, Eastern Washington, right? Yeah, because that's where you all grew up. Yeah, Eastern Washington Tri Cities. So you, but I remember another thing that we were able to relate on is like you lived, you grew up in South Hill for a bit. Like where were you born? What is South Hill? South Hill is Puyallup. Oh yeah, I live in Puyallup. Yeah, you don't. That's South Hill. I don't know. I, I was there young when I lived there. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't so know what it's called. Where were you born? Germany. What? Really? Oh, you were like a military brat to the max. Yeah, both my parents were in the army. That's where they met in the army. So you're a dual citizen. No, I I never decided to before I was 18, so I can't now. Oh, okay. But I could have before I was 18, but when I was young, I didn't care because I only speak one language. Right. So I don't want to be a citizen. I, I mean, don't need is, to be a is Germany, like, really that tight anyways to be a dual No, no, citizen. never been there. Yeah, right, because you guys weren't – you're not, like, German. You just happen <laughs> no, no, no. to be in Germany. Yeah, I was born in an army base, so I'm technically – I have a I have a normal birth certificate, and then I have a birth certificate abroad because I was born on an army base in a different country, but I'm an American citizen, right. so it's weird things like that. Right. But uh, yeah, so I was born in Germany. Then we moved to like Texas, I believe, and then Kansas. Damn. Then I lived in Spanaway, Washington. <laughs> I lived in Puyallup, Washington. What a culture shock from Kansas to. How old were you when you went from Kansas to Spanaway? You're like what five, six, so seven. I, so when I went to when I lived in Puyallup, no, Span, I don't remember. So I lived in Yelm also. Whoa. Yeah, because that's the closest to the base. I think so. Thanks a lot. Uh, but. Spanaway or Puyallup, I was in second or third grade when I moved there. Right. I don't know how old you are then. Oh, I was young. I wasn't I even. Nine. I don't even think I was walking. Okay. Because so yeah, because you're you're 36. I'm 29. Oh, you're youngin. I forgot. Yeah, I, 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 I knew you're young, but you're you're real way younger than I thought. How's the mustache look? It looks good. I was gonna comment on it at first because yeah. I saw pictures the other day and I was like, oh. It looks good though. It's not bad, right? No, it's almost it's almost normal. Right. Like That's at first, when you first get a mustache, you're like, "This is stupid," mm. and then now you see pictures, and it's like it's a it's it's a thing. It's like, a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. Uh, I, I'd I, say so. I like wh- it. Thank you. And because the reason why I asked is because remember you were again the, one of the first person, the first person I did no shave November with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, I had the most like rapiest garbage. Uh, like you, you fucking can fully grow a beard and fucking yeah. all. You have all the shit. Uh, and mine was like this patchy neck beard slash like uh perv mustache with my cheeks would get a couple whiskers. Yeah, yeah. I just look like a fucking fool. Yeah. But uh, it, it's crazy because now I kind of have a flex of a mustache. Yeah, that's a that's a real that's it's like, like a legit mustache. Fucking bristle. Dog. Oh yeah, it's like a paintbrush. Oh yeah, it's, it's good. crazy. Uh, and so and Madison loves it. And then like also I'm like sometimes I'm like why though because like I I know what it feels like kissing someone with with like me having a mustache. Yeah. I don't know what it feels like to not have a mustache and get kissed with a mustache, <laughs> but I imagine it might not be that tight. That, that sounds It's a little right, distracting, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think about that sometimes. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. But she loves it, and I like it. So if I didn't like it, it would suck, but like, I fucking, I fuck with it. Yeah. I don't ever want a beard. You don't think so? No, nah, I can't, dude. I don't know why. Like, yeah, bro, I, if, I can see right here, yeah. See right here? This little spot is yeah. literally like baby skin. It doesn't even look it like. It doesn't yeah, even. That's, that's crazy. No. Over here, now I have like a low-key like power beard kind of like slanted yeah, yeah. like lined up kind of like how you got that nice little jawline yeah 
I don't. Mm -mm. And then the red down from like my tip of my chin down to like my Adam's apple. Thick. I can see. Yeah, I can see it's fully thick. I would look like a crazy person. I feel <laughs> like if you just keep shaving your Face. facial hair all the time, it'll grow in normal. I'll That's go through spurts say. of that, but I don't. Now I'm at the point where I'd rather just not. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'll yeah. just keep it kind of sus and like shave it once in a while instead yeah. of having shaving it a bunch until it's even. And now I always have to fucking shave it. That's true. Because I'm struggling keeping this motherfucking mustache down, dog. I got you. How like. Keep it I trimmed. Yeah, yeah, but it's hard because I don't want to fuck it up because it's on my face. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to like nah, and like nick it or something and then it'd be all messed up and I have to shave it and start over. Yeah, but it grows fast enough. If I start over, it's fine. Yeah. I shave all the time. Yeah, well, or I don't shave all the time. I go mean, through phases. Like right now, I'm growing a beard. Are you? Well, it's no shave November, so I'm not. Oh, that's at right. All. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I bet during the winter it's nice too. Have a little. Yeah, but wearing a mask actually, where it's a beard, is uncomfortable. It's like moist, moist. No, no, just uncomfortable. I have really coarse facial hair, oh. so it actually hurts my face to have a mask on no at shit. all times. Yeah. Huh. Jeez. That's something you don't know about because you're uh, white. Right. Yeah. That's. I'm only half black. Why? I, mean, I guess still don't know. Probably tell people. So yeah, I'm half you, black, half white. Yeah, what do you look like, dude? You give give me your fucking uh, Tinder bio, dude. Fucking six one. Uh, almost six one, about five eight. <laughs> close to six one though. <laughs> Real close. Uh, what was that's actually? I was thinking about asking this. I'm. This isn't like a. You know me, dude. I'm not like some like fucking really crazy person like this. But I'm just curious, like, because uh, you are, you are, mom's white. That's true. black. True, true. Uh, what was it like growing up? Like, just did you have any like wild experiences growing up? Like, as a mixed person, uh, did you, was it like positive? Was it? Did you even notice? Like in your home, was it even like a thing? Like where it was talked about? Or just kind of like, what do you mean? This is normal. No, this I've always been like this. Yeah, so that's why really? I grew up. <laughs> You're right. So nobody's ever said anything weird. I think I've always lived in places where it's accepted. Sure. And it, I was I was born in the '80s, so like I grew up in the '90s, and it's a lot more, you know normal now sure way now way now but like back then it was fine and my mom never said anything weird and yeah it just so kind of was just like, like this is i mean i grew up normal i had mostly white friends or mixed friends yeah i didn't hang out with many, i didn't hang out with any predominantly black people most of my life because there wasn't anywhere i lived yeah especially when so, you moved to washington kinda, yeah and then yelm and span away so you predominantly know, white areas and then i started skateboarding and back then it was a predominantly white sport so I mean, it still kind of is. It but is, but there is a lot of black skateboarders now. No, for like sure, a lot now. You know, Terry Kennedy killed someone. Well, allegedly, but yes. Oh, allegedly, yeah, true. But isn't that crazy? <laughs> well, yeah, but he's always been boy. a yeah wild boy skateboarder. Jeez, Louise, I was like, even since geez. even since Baker days, he's been a wild boy. Well, it's like, bro, at this point now, you're kind of like a celebrity. Like, just yeah, chill yeah. and get a bag. Like, take your endorsement deals and like quit trying to kill people. You know. But I guess that's true. that's the skater life. Same thing with like graffiti and shit. Yeah. Uh, so you. Moved to so home ended up being Eastern Washington. Like when you really like sat down and quit. Yeah. Did dad get out of the military or was he just like? Yeah, I got out of the mil. My dad got out of the military and he worked for Union Pacific Railroad. Union oh, Pacific Railroad. No shit. I never fucking ah nah. I probably you probably mentioned you know, that before because yeah. I just love trains. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I had a picture of like me in front of like a graffiti train. No shit. Yeah, from, was like a kid. Yeah. So not he, a kid, but younger. Right. He he ended up there, uh, or you guys ended up there. He started working for you, which makes sense because Eastern Washington, there's a lot of... Well, Union Pacific Railroad is in Hermiston. Hermiston. And my dad didn't want to live in Hermiston because he's from New York, so he didn't want to live in a small town. So he picked Kennewick, which is a <laughs> bigger town compared to Hermiston. Okay, but The biggest still... town you could find where there's stuff to do. 
what's the Tri City? It's uh, Kennewick, Pasco, Richland. Right, 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 right. Uh, and they're all pretty. I funny. think they're like a hundred thousand each. Not many. No. Yeah, and that's funny. He's like, I'm from New York. I want to live in the big. I want to live in the biggest city possible, and I was like, mm-hmm. in the area, I was like, Kennewick. Yep. <laughs> Fuck it. And that's good because I mean, it worked out fine for me. Yeah, Richmond's cute. Yeah, that's right. Really cute houses. Like, uh, I've driven through there a couple times ago, riding and shit. Uh, Richmond's cute. I've never been to Kennewick. I don't think. It's like Richmond, but smaller. Right, and it's hotter. Right, it's like nicer most of the year. Well, they're all the same. Well, right. But yeah. But Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington. On the sign, it says it's sunny 300 days a year. And that's cap. They're capping. No, it's probably like that. It's just okay. hot. I don't know. And then <laughs> you get like a couple of days of snow. Yeah. And it snows, but not that bad usually. Because I know hot. Spokane gets dumped on sometimes. Yeah. It just depends on the year. Right. Uh, so when did you, how old were you when you moved out here? To where? Like the west west side. Of the mountains? Yeah. Oh, the year after I graduated high school, uh, my friend Jake wanted to go to Art Institute of Seattle. Okay. And he's like, do you want to move to Seattle? And I said, sure, I've been there once. Right. <laughs> so I was down at school, so I was like, all right, cool. I got nothing to do. And then you just, I moved out here and liked it. And here I am 16 years later, I think now. It seems like knowing you this, this like all these years and just like the actions, the way you move and like how you go about things, was that like the most risky or like, adventurous thing that you had done in regards to your life of like that's a i mean that's big dude just out of fucking high school i'm gonna move literally like to seattle the big city on a whim in a way yeah but i was moving with three friends at the same time so it's like i didn't feel alone sure i don't think i would have moved but to seattle by myself because i don't make friends very quickly right so then i'd still be having no friends you gotta laugh at the jokes more dude (laughs) you're like no no i'll stay quiet (laughs) yeah Yeah, were there any times do you, I can just was there a time where like I, I said a joke and you, in your head you were like that was funny but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna laugh no because I don't think I don't think about it like that <laughs> it's just I don't know so when I'm at work I just do work so it's yeah. like I don't even remember bro I got to you man I'm sorry I would there's sometimes I'd fuck you up dude you'd be cracking up I, I know I got to you man because I'm just I'm too much sometimes I was probably you got you got uh the unfiltered like fucking what's the word like a runaway dog tanner like the feral dog like learning how to like literally function in society how to be an adult tanner. yeah how to be an adult and i it was rough you know what i'm saying there was yeah, some yeah. weird fucking there's some wild times do you remember uh i don't know i don't think i've ever told you this but my first day what happened to me my first day at uh walgreens no nah. so i go in so james got me the job obviously I knew that. Yep. James got me the job. He had worked there for a while. Uh, I go in and I have like maybe two months sober or something like that. And uh, Oh, you were that fresh? That fresh, dude. We got to talk. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, that fresh. And so maybe three at the max, uh, but like for sure two. Uh, and it was funny because I had interviewed at a art supply store, like a Michaels or something in uh, Linwood. Okay. Which <laughs> just should, would have been a horrible situation. But I, it was the interview went really well at first. And then uh, he asked me a question about, like, where I live. And I was like – and this was before I even knew about Walgreens. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, sober. And I live in, like, a sober house with, like, seven other, like, sober dudes. And we're all, like, in recovery and I'm an alcoholic. And just kind of, like, overshared really Yeah, quickly. like something you don't need to on an interview. Didn't really necessarily – yeah. Like, <laughs> now I would because I have, like – it's a lot more, a lot oh, more yeah, time. Yeah, I know yeah, how yeah. to present it. <laughs> but then I was just like, I did not do it justice. And so the guy <laughs> went from, like – he was like, yeah, dude, we, we have, like, three, four shifts a week for you. Yeah. To he, like – 
looked at me and I see him kind of like look down at my hand tattoo and then he like look, it's just like things kind of started like clicking with him and he was like you know what uh actually I think I misspoke I think we have like yeah yeah we have like after hour like stocking shifts you can work Night like shift. twice a no, week exactly <laughs> and he was like that sounds good you want to do that and I was like nah dude I'm sorry I can't but uh my first day at Walgreens I was super afraid I was super super afraid uh, because I just didn't know, you know what I'm saying? I'd never worked a job like that before. It was always like selling drugs or just like fucking running amok or just whatever. Right. So I go in and, uh, Lynn was there and it was like earlier in the day I go up to Lynn. Hey Lynn, uh, I, do you have like a uniform, like a shirt? She's like, let's get you a shirt. Let's see if it fits. And this, you know, I was really heavy, obviously, uh, super fat. And she was like, <laughs> I fucking love Lynn so much. She, Lynn, for those who don't know, is like, what she's like four foot 11 yeah uh tiny little woman but she is so fucking cool one of the nicest women i've ever met in my life she's amazing such a good boss such a good person uh i would do anything for lynn stand uh, by that right she's fucking just that's one of the reasons i stayed at that store like, i believe it i could transfer to a different walgreens because easily there's a lot of walgreens and probably make a little bit more money uh, possibly, but that store is the store that i started at and lynn is the best boss i've ever had right at any kind of job so I stay with, I rock with who rocks with me. So, and she fucking rocks, dude. Like she, ro- she's she's just such a good and like never. I feel like she talked down to me or judged me or like there's times when she was like, "Yo, like do your fucking job," but she was never like, you well, yeah, know. she has to. She's the boss. Exactly. Uh, so this microphone's heavy, also in case know, you were right? wondering. You can bring it, tuck it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get cozy. Just make sure your face is on it. So, uh, Lynn walks up, first day, super shook, go in the back. Uh, she's like, hey, let's get you a shirt. Let's get you a uniform. And I was like, okay. And she was like, would a medium work? Or I think it was like a smaller medium <laughs> or something. And I was like, huh? And she was like, what? And I kind of like just like look at myself. I'm like, what do you mean? And I was like 300 pounds. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. No. And she threw it to me. She's like, just go in the back and try it on and see if it works. <laughs> and immediately, bro, I'm just fucking shook. To my core, I'm like, oh, no. I go in the bathroom. I fucking take my shirt off. I put this fucking baby gap schmedium shirt on that doesn't even come to my fucking like the bottom of my chest dog. My whole gut is hanging out. I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, I'm fucking quitting before I even start. I was like, I'm fucking done. I was like, I, I'm going to what my plan was, Josh, is I was going to walk out uh, through cosmetics uh-huh. and literally like just like run out. And then I was going to go home and lie to my house that like, Oh, I can't work there because this is or that or whatever. Yeah. Just, and just never ever go back to Walgreens <laughs> again. And I sit there and I look at myself and I just remember being like, dude, don't just, I was like, don't be a fucking pussy dude. I was like, you always run away from everything. I was like, don't be a fucking pussy dude. But like, I thought she was going to make me wear the shirt because yeah, yeah. I thought you needed a uniform. Right. Yeah. And uh, so like I, I fucking peel that motherfucker off. It takes like three minutes. I'm like, fucking like <laughs> struggling to pull out, take it off, shake my head, look myself in the mirror, like just fucking just walk through this shit, dude. Go see her, and I was like, hey Lynn, uh, <laughs> shirt was a little tight. Uh, I don't think I'll be able to wear it. She was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Fuck it, like just wear what you got now. I was just seeing if it would fit. <laughs> and just instantly I was like Oh my god I'm like so glad I didn't fucking just like quit Yeah you almost quit a job Seriously Because of that And then realized It wasn't even the problem Seriously And dude What's crazy That's like how That's how I function That's how I would function Like any type of fear Or discomfort I'm like alright Time to go You know what I'm saying Run away It's crazy Because now you're The exact opposite The exact opposite Now you opposite. run towards fear Lean the fuck in which Yeah is, It's a weird lifestyle to live But for you It's working out perfect So I mean I'm all for it for you But <laughs> yeah. not for everybody yeah right no and it's not and it's like i don't think everyone needs to do that because i think like not everyone has this 
fury like animosity? action. No, no, everyone has, no, 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 everyone's got <laughs> a little life. animosity. Uh, maybe not you, actually. You're fucking, do you, do you ever hate people? You ever, like, be like, that person just fucking sucks? No, nah, some people I don't like, but I don't hate nobody. What is it not liking, what does not liking someone look like for Josh? I, this is, I am I'll so fucking just curious. Don't talk to him. Avoid You're just like, them. nope, not my kind of guy. That's it. <laughs> not, nothing, not really. I don't think. Not for me, but for someone else, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> so, uh. It's also, uh, skateboarding, the community of skateboarding is way different than pretty much anything in, I mean, I don't know any other thing. I've only been yeah. skateboarding for like over 20 years. Like you don't so. play sports. You don't fucking no, I never have did like, sports, you know, so, but like the skateboarding community is all inclusive. Right. So that's why like, I feel like everybody is for me. Yeah. That's why I don't hate anybody. And you have an expo, you have exposure to literally all extremes of personalities. True. True. Yeah. The really cool dudes, yeah. the really fucking wild dudes, yep. the really insane. And I can get along asshole. with all of them because right. we all have something in common. Exactly. Like we might not be best friends, but like we're at the skate park, pull right. me up, dap up to anybody. Dude, I never thought of it Regardless that of anything. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's why I feel like that's another reason why I, who I, I am how I am because of skateboarding. Right. That's how most of my friends think too. Skateboarding literally saves lives. No, I agree. I agree. Well, I mean, we can, we, I guess we have that in common with like the whole, you know, a sobriety thing that I do in that program. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of same deal. But I think my argument would be a little bit more sicker. Like, like fucking, I think mine is like a little <laughs> yeah. bit more toxic, which is crazy to think because like skateboarding is fucking like, you know, wild and it's fucking alternative sports and all that shit. But like, you know, not everyone, not every skateboarder is like, you know, fucked off. Like, no, no. you know, most, most are of them actually have pretty, jobs. Yeah, most, most of them do are normal chill. things. Some of them just happen to be crazy. But yeah. uh, that makes a lot of sense. So, uh, how did we get on the whole hating people thing? Why did I just trail? No, no, you just asked me if I hate somebody. You said, no. what would hating somebody like you look like? So, I was going <sighs> to. You were trying to segue. I don't know. Yeah, I was segueing into something. Uh, oh, well, no. So, another thing. That you'd mentioned to me that really meant a lot uh, that I was thinking about was one day you, because I would tell you stories and shit. Yeah, you had like, a crazy life. Yeah, I would tell you <laughs> stories and shit. I mean, most people that listen to your podcast have heard one time or another about your crazy life. Yeah. And that's like lives that most people don't live or even understand. Right. No, for <laughs> so sure. Like, I, yes, for sure. <laughs> and, uh, but one day you were like, Hey man, and because you don't, you're not like an overly emotional. I am. I'm an overly emotional person. I like yeah. wear my heart on my sleeve. I'll tell people I love them. I'll, I'll speak my feelings because that's just how I was raised, and I just like the easiest thing for me. Uh, but so, but there's times where you will like open up and like you said something really nice. You were like, it was just cool because you're like, I'm really glad that I met you now and not then. Like like he's like, I really, I'm really glad that I met you now and not like before you got sober. You remember saying that? Oh, yeah. I still think that. Right. Oh, no, like, no, for sure. No, for sure. Like, you've changed so much even since I've met you. Yeah. But before I met you, there was no way we would even talk to you. I Ever. Have, I probably would have avoided you. You know what it would have been? That's what it would have been like. That's, oh. what, that's what me hating people is. I just avoid them. <laughs> and then I live my life and then just forget they exist. Right. <laughs> that's all I do. God, I don't know why. I just, I would feel like that would... Like, cause I kind of know what it's like to you. I don't feel like you ever avoided me, but I definitely know that like there was a time when we weren't like homied out yeah. and I, it didn't feel good to me. Cause I, I, I really wanted to be your friend and like, I can't even, I don't even want to imagine what it would be like Josh just avoiding somebody. I would just be like, that's ultimate pain. You don't even need to be like, fuck you. You just like, no. And I'm like, ah, oh, no, like talk to me. Uh, so yeah, I agree. Cause you know what the scenario would have been, dude, 
was instead of me working at fucking Walgreens, you would have been hitting that security walk the floor <laughs> <laughs> from you stealing at Walgreens. <laughs> hey, did I ever tell you that that's, that was back in the day in, in my old, that's why it was such a trip. And so important to me that I ended up did work, did working for, did work for Walgreens because I had one down the road from my house that I'd buy needles from yeah. when I was using fucking heroin and stuff. And what I would do is I would go to the far back. I'd pick up the, the box of like a hundred needles or whatever. And then on the way out, I would grab a fistful of uh, Twix ice cream bars and a fistful of Snickers ice cream bars uh, and like some Red Bulls. And then on the way out, I would, I would have the bag mm-hmm. from the pharmacy yeah. and then I'd put it all in there. And then the front fucking front cashier person, who's probably like 16 years old and hates her job was just, I was like, Oh, I paid in the back and then walk out. Yeah. But after doing that for a month, someone gets hip to something, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so then what started happening was every time I'd walk in, bing, dong, security walked the floor. And I'd be like, really, dude? Like, really? Every time. Because you knew what it was. But like, so I think they do it as a deterrent too. Like, yeah. even if nobody's even paying attention, you know that we know you're here. Yeah. That's all that is. You have arrived and we're aware. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or even. We dude, see you. Even if we don't see you. It's like, it's a good, like, you're right. It's like a deterrent because. Even if no one's stealing, if just someone just kind of hit that once in a while, mm-hmm. anyone that may have thought about it and they hear that, they're like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they're just walking around, maybe in their mind, they're like, oh, I might swipe this candy bar. And they happen to hear that. They're like, maybe not. Well, I think what it is at most stores. I've only worked at one store, but the most stores I actually work at Walmart, too. So most stores is basically people push that button. But if somebody's going to steal anything, they're going to do it anyway. No. Yeah. They're, they're like, I've seen it. people walk in with backpacks. <laughs> Put right. things in their backpack and walk out. Yeah. They didn't care if I was looking at them. Well, cause because there's by nothing time, you can do. By the time I call the police, they're already down the street somewhere else right. doing whatever they're going to do. So it's just a deterrent rings. to people that maybe won't steal. Mm-hmm. That's all it is when you work retail. The ones that aren't with the shits. Uh, probably, yeah, yeah. Well, that was, my, that was probably my the most frustrating thing for me working at Walgreens was the stealing. limit. No, no. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard not to steal. <laughs> no, that was actually uh, – that was actually really – Cause like I was saying Since I was sober And I was doing like AA shit And like amends And everything like that Yeah My Living amends And I And I have since gone I'm Well Yeah I've gone back To a couple stores Back home For mm-hmm. stealing And stuff like that And that's a part of the whole deal And like doing all that But a part of the living thing Living amends was like To be a good employee At Walgreens you Yeah You know what I'm saying and to Like be honest And everything like that And uh Two times I was tempted to not do that mm-hmm. And it wasn't to steal merchandise Or anything like that I was always down to You know I paid for everything All of that It was uh, It was I found wallets twice Oh okay gotcha Yeah yeah and I'm sure you found Hundreds of wallets Yeah you Random shit Put them in the office Yeah well Okay <laughs> ABC kind of guy over here. Yeah, just put in the <laughs> office. Me, I go into a full fucking spiritual spiral because I'm like, the first time I found a dude, there was like $400. It was on the uh, over by photo. You know, there's always like a square of like a bunch of box candy. Yeah. Like display. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a fucking wallet, like a Michael Kors wallet. And I pick it up. And me, you, the last thing you'll ever do is look in it because it's none of your business. No, so what you do is you open it to see if you see a driver's license. Oh, okay. So you'll look the drive. See, I don't look for the driver's license. I, I, you do the thing where you open it up to see how much money's in it. 
Well, no, because my goal is not to steal their wallet. I know. So, it's <laughs> I know. So, so my goal is to get their wallet back to them because if I lost my wallet, I always try to think of other people's perspective. If I yeah, lost my wallet, you're an empathetic person. I'd like somebody to give it back to me. Yeah. Even if I had no money, it's just hard to replace all your cards and all your things. For real. For sure. And I, that's <clears> the experience that I had. So, like, I open up this wallet and I'm like, uh, I'm like, are you showing me your wallet? Uh, yeah, but not really just my wallet. I have, so I have like a weird thing that's like sentimental. My mom gave me like 10 oh. years ago. It's just like a little card that says some random stuff. And so I, I hold keep that. You, hold on, I'm going to read it. Okay, cool. I hold you in your happiness with my heart each and every day. I am so proud of you and so thankful, uh, thankful to the years that have given me so much, it's a little faded, so much, and I'm dyslexic, fuck, so much to be thankful for. If I were given a chance to be anything I wanted to be, anything I wanted to become, anything I wanted to become, there's nothing I would rather be than to be your parent. And there is no one I would rather have as my son. Well, that's fucking adorable. It's crazy because like just it's like a card you gave me and it could be like just a generic card. Yeah. But as you read it, I'm like tearing up. No, I've got emotion too. Yeah, dude. So like if I lost my wallet. Oh, I wouldn't dude, have this anymore. Just fucked me up. Yeah, that's really. And I sweet. could just keep this at home, right. but I like to have it on me, so that's why it's in my wallet. So like. Yeah. No, I get you. I get you. People might have sentimental things like that in their wallet. And see, I before <laughs> I didn't have that Empathy. idea, right? Oh, I was always empathetic, but I was always selfish, dude. Self selfishness always outweighed my empathy. Always. Okay, gosh, so that makes uh, sense. Right, but then after having the experience that I had and having the desire to be a different person and grow and change, I ended up. Uh, so I picked up this wallet. And I look in it and there was like, you know, a couple hundred or yeah, definitely a couple hundred bucks in it. And, uh, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm about to go get some tattoos today. That was my first thinking. I was like, oh, I'm about to go get, cause I, was, I had just started getting some like new tats and shit, like the pizza one and mm-hmm. all the things that, um, you were, that was another way I was trying to get your attention was I would always show up like, Hey Josh, look at this new tattoo I got. I'm trying to catch <laughs> up to you fucker. Uh, and then I, I remember <clears throat> so crazy, dude. I go into the freezer to like pull the money out and to dis- get rid of everything, right? This was my whole thought process. Like going to yeah, the no evidence, right? And and like take, I was gonna take the money out, fucking get all the thing, right? And then I stop for like a split second, dude, a split second, and I was just like, "This is not who you want to be." I was like, "This is not who you want to be, dude." Like, this isn't you anymore. And I literally like just that one pause that I never had before, that one little pause, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, you're right." And I go. Put the money in, go into photo. Literally, like two minutes later, the phone rings, and it's this frantic woman. Oh my God, fucking, uh, you know, is there my wallet there? And I, I had to lie and be like, oh, let me go look, you know, or whatever. Yeah. I was like, give me one second. I come back, find it, tell her I find it. She comes in. I will say the only selfish part of me that was disappointed is I thought she was going to peel me off like a hundo or something. <laughs> but, but it's, they don't yeah. have to, but that was just like still, I was yeah. still a little selfish. Uh, where I was like, everybody always dreams that like, but hey, like you Oh, Hey, you found my yeah, exactly. money. Here's 20 bucks, you know, or yeah. whatever. But like, did it feel good to oh. help somebody else out? Like dude, in your new sober state, was that like dude. something awesome? Bro, that's what's that in many ways. That's what started my, I love, I loved how it felt. It yeah. Felt see, really doing good. things for people yeah. or just doing the right thing feels good. So like, that's how I've always lived because it's a good feeling. Esteemable acts. Yeah, like, and you don't even need to tell anybody you did them. Like, no, if you would have never yeah. told me that wallet story and then you gave that lady the wallet, you in your mind know you did that. Exactly. And you helped her out a lot. You don't know her. You might never meet her again. Yeah. But that's, that's one thing you did. I agree with you. And so I do that every day or if I can. 
Right. But if like if there's nothing to do, like I do whatever I'm supposed to do, normal life well, stuff. Well, yeah, you just I think you, I don't go out of my way to be extra generous. Right. But if there's a way to help somebody, I can. Sometimes I give homeless people money. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't. I stopped just giving depends. money. I stopped, dude. Yeah, no, but first I want to say I agree with you. I I 100% agree with you, and then like I totally respect and like I look up to you for that. And I saw that just like that way you just move of just like you're kind, you're generous, you're you you lack. Uh, you don't lack humility, but you, you lack like toxic pride. You know what I'm saying? Like you just, you are your right size. You are who you are. As a matter of fact, you know, who you remind me of a lot of times with your humor is, uh, have you seen guardians of the galaxy? Yes. Drax. He's like, <laughs> you wouldn't get it. Go over your head. He was like, it wouldn't go over my head. I would catch it. Yeah. Like very, just like, he doesn't have that very fucking, literal. Yes. Yeah, you, yeah. You're a very literal person. <laughs> I am most of the time. That's so funny. Uh, but just. I, I really do appreciate that because you're right. When that happened, I was like, I like the way this felt. Cause I, I felt like a good person and, and you know, three months into my sobriety, dude, three years into my sobriety, I still didn't feel like a good person, even though I was doing a lot of good things and I was helping people when I was like growing. Yeah. I had a lot of guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, there's dude, I, at three years, if you would ask me at three years, I would be like, Oh no, I feel pretty good about myself. Yeah. But then through therapy and shit, I realized like I had a lot of like deep seated, guilt and shame that led me into decisions and shit that like mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have done just because low self-worth. Right. Yeah. Uh, and like now, yeah, I, I agree that like it feels really good and that's why that, but that's my purpose. I think is to like not only show up and provide for myself and my family and, and be a good person, but like to help others, you know what I'm saying? And to think at least bare minimum, if I can't help think about others experiences, you know, like how, like you said, if I lost my wallet or, if I was late for work or if I was like, you know, had just gotten fired or whatever, how would I want someone to show up for me? Yeah, exactly. The show up the you always say that. And like, you're mm-hmm. talking, is that just one of the things you want for th- therapy? One of the words, it's keywords? that's more show of up. like a woo woo, like <laughs> it's like a mixture of like recovery, talk, jargon, slang. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you could say things? spirit. Yeah. It's like that new agey type spiritual okay, gotcha. shit, you know, like, vibes yeah. show up yeah. probably the the 10 different words i cycle through or whatever yeah. uh but well, no, I, listen, I listen to all your podcasts yeah don't want to hype you up too much no. but i have listened to I all of them do. besides you're fully caught up now yeah yeah well unless you put one out yesterday and i won't listen to this one i did so I, i'm not gonna listen to this i uh, i bet you do i bet nope. you listen to a little bit of it nope not even gonna turn it on it's gonna it's already fucking hell tight so for nope, whatever i'm gonna said. um i showed lynn your podcast yesterday no you didn't yeah why you probably like it because uh, I was telling her I was hanging out with you tomorrow, yeah. which is today now. Yeah. And so I, I pushed play on the one with you were talking to your mom for a little bit. So yeah. just at the beginning of it. Oh, my mom? Yeah. That, oh, that that'd episode. be a cool one for her to listen to. She'd like that one. But she was working. Right. I just wanted to, I was telling her that you sound good on the radio, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, like a radio podcast voice. Yeah, it sounds yeah, good. It's like, sultry. It's sexy. Yeah. <laughs> sultry and sexy. Okay, yeah, that's what yeah, I was yeah. going with. But yeah, because yeah. she's like, how's Tanner doing? I'm like, oh, he's doing awesome. Right. He's doing a podcast. Um, she was like, how does he get paid? He's like, well, no, he's not doing it for money. <laughs> He's like, so you got podcast. them Joe Rogan bucks yet or what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, a podcast, the way they make money on Spotify is through ads, and nobody's going to buy ads on a platform if you don't have that many followers. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm mon- like, I am your- monetizable. Like, I have that availability, but oh, I don't cool. have the following yet. So, that's cool. no well, one. I mean, you're right. Good. But, like, it's because, well, I feel like one of the reasons you're not, well, you're monet- what's it called? Monetizable? monetizable, yeah. You are, but you have such a small, like, um, footprint yep. because of. What you do is you just talk to people like uh, the people that listen to podcasts don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just some guy. Yeah, exactly. And and you and like you said no with reason. Walt, like he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> yeah. So and he, I was like, oh cool, Walt. Well, I never not want to know who you are. So yeah, yeah. fuck you. So but I tried to put people on, but like he listened to it, but because I listened to it a different way, I know you. Even if I don't know you like that, I learn and I know more about you than he does. Right. Only met you. And I'm not because like when when I, I was, that's funny you say like when I was thinking about it yesterday, I was like yeah, but like you don't know Joe Rogan. You don't know fucking DJ Talib Kweli. You don't you know you know what I'm saying. It's just like, but well, they yeah. have celebrity. They have influence. I get and, that. And their guests are people that you might know. Sure, sure. But I'm just like, this is. I'm not making arguments like my content is any way similar to like famous people's content. But it's all you don't know. But there has to be intention behind, it. like you said, like maybe there's a guest or maybe the topic or the subject. Yeah, matter. like yeah, yeah, that's good. Too. I'm a fucking just random person in this overly populated world yeah. talking with people I love. You know yeah, what yeah. Saying? Which is a cool thing. It's to the, the people pe- I love. It's just the people you love yeah. aren't famous yet. Yeah. Well, I them, feel like you're, you're going to make it pretty big. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, um, I think you're going to crack off. The, what I do really like, what I like about your podcast, this new one, not with you and Joe, this new personal one yeah. is like every week it's like a different person mm-hmm. and it's just, they have different life experiences. Right. That's one reason that I didn't want to do it because my life does not sound like anybody's kind of story. Like you had a friend that's like a professional fisherman, that one dude. Yeah, Gian. Mm-hmm. Yep, Gian. Shout out Gian. I, I listened to that episode. Gian's tight as fuck. I you couldn't find his Instagram. Gian. I looked for his Instagram. Black Stonefly. I know. There was no Black Stonefly. That's a bullshit lie. So I looked for it. <laughs> I'll show it to you. Yeah, yeah, I'll show it to you. Um, and then any of your friends, they all have different stories. Like they're doing different things. Like um, like the spiritual person, the Reiki person. I forget all the people. Candace names, does Reiki. Yeah. Uh, she's the louder one. Mm-hmm. Allie, Allie does the, uh, rocks or like, like crystals yeah, crystal and she thing. does like, yeah. uh, CBD, like and essential oils and like all that and, yeah. and, and breath work or no. And I think, yeah, no, no. I think Allie does Reiki too. Okay. No, can't. Yeah. They both do. They're all into some fucking woo woo cool shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I also don't know what this woo woo is. You always keep talking Woo woo is like fucking, <laughs> it's like same thing. <laughs> the as new like, world spirituality. New world. Exactly. Spirituality? Like woo woo. It's like, I just like. Your fucking like, energy is just so like fucking prickly right now. It's oh, awfully yeah. like taupe. Yeah, yeah. Your energy's a little taupe, and, and but like that's what's crazy is like I get there, I get there too. Like it's, it's not I, I I am capable of that. You yeah, know what I'm, but, I'm a woo woo person. But that's what I'm trying to say. I like your podcast, but I don't know how you're gonna get it out to the audience because if they would listen to it, they might like it too. Yeah, like I knew nothing about Reiki, and I still don't plan on doing it ever. No. But I now understand it Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. listening to your podcast and, and before your podcast, I would have never even looked up that cause I don't care about it. I'm if let me be G real dog. I'm proud of you for understanding Reiki. Cause I sat in the podcast. I don't even fucking still, well, understand I don't Reiki. understand it, but, right. like, but you get the g- gist of it. And yeah. Like, why people would do it. Stuff like that. For, or like yeah, the fly yeah, yeah. fishing. Like it's cool sounding your it, friend. Gian's like, it's things like that. Right. But if people don't listen to your podcast, they will never know. So I don't know how you're going to get a wider audience if you want one. So, I have a pretty decent background in in marketing and in like advertising and in social media marketing from when I worked uh, down when I left Walgreens. That next job oh, was, yeah. was yeah, literally yeah. a social media marketing coach. I remember that, yeah. Type deal, and yeah. and it was I wasn't like I. It's like funny when I say that because I don't have like I mean I have like a decent following, but like I don't work the algorithm. I don't. Yeah, you're, put the you're shit not out there. promoting it like it's a job. Well, my personal or this one or yeah, any of those, of them. right? Yeah, either of them. I just let them organically grow. But I, yeah. my literally, like my job was to help companies grow their fucking presence and like 
attain quick followers and I know there's like the time windows of posting and this and that and how to interact and engagement. So yeah. I know all of that, but with the pod, Joe and I, we had such a good cross contamination of his, his friends and family and my friends. Yeah. And it's our two different platforms of Instagram and all the social circles that like it caught fire immediately. Plus a lot more people were listening to the podcast because it was a fucking during the pandemic. So more people had more downtime to sit and donate the hour or two of us talking. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense with me. Like I could reach a wider audience if the people I brought on mm -hmm. just being G real here, it's a couple different things, but one, the people I bring on like Gian and Ali were the two highest listened episodes that I had put up. That's cool. Cause they have the biggest platforms and then they also pushed it. So like Gian pushed like crazy. Yo, yeah. Um, listen, whatever Ali, yo, Hey, put up, you know, reposted shit like that. Mm -hmm. Other people <clears throat> say like my boy Danji. Did you listen to Danji's? Yes. Fucking goofball. Right. Yeah. He has a fat ass platform and hell of friends, but guess what? He didn't fucking post it. Cause he was insecure. Cause he just, you know, he's like, it's like a thing. Just like you had like some insecurities coming in. of like, I don't want yeah. I still, that. I still have them. I'm well, just right. here because but you're doing it and you're walking yeah. through fear. Like you said, I do. Yeah, but so this, good is, job. this is different. This is, uh, I wouldn't consider this walking through fear. I just don't like the sound of my voice. So I don't want to hear it. I so happen I'm, to find your voice <clears throat> incredibly pleasant and soothing. Well, thank you. And the weird thing is like your voice to other people is exactly how it sounds. So this is what I sound like to you at all times. Yeah. But when I hear my own voice oh, on cringe. video or yeah. skateboarding oh, videos, oh my God, I hate it. I saw a meme. Uh, I, I've seen this meme a couple of times recently where it's like, this guy, it's like a cartoon, just like, uh, you know, like the tutorial pictures of how to like, how to dance. You put, you know, like the little stock photos, Yeah. but it was like a cartoon or a drawing illustration and this dude standing over and he's fucking puking like crazy. And it says like, when I hear my voice on my voice message or whatever, <laughs> yeah. I hear my voice recorded. Uh, I do. I felt the same way when we started doing the podcast with Joe. Okay. I, I still to the, sometimes I actually now I can listen to it mm -hmm. because I want to, I want to make sure. I don't listen to what I'm saying or anything like that, but I want to make sure that it sounds good for one and two, how it flows. Well, that's true. Cause even if like, if you get bigger and when you get bigger, you want it to sound good, right. and the, the best, highest quality you can. Right. So you're going to do what you can to do that part at least. Yeah, that Joe, makes sense. Joe's in Sweden and he's been bitching at me for months now, ever since I started this for him to, he's like, I'll do it for free to just like, send me your audio files and I'll master them. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, because it's just it's that's the other thing. With this is all raw and organic, also. Yeah, man, and that's the other for now. Like my intention, even when Joe and I fucking started doing the podcast, our intention wasn't to like blow up and reach a gang of people. It mm -hmm. was literally to spend time together and record it. Yeah, and then anybody that wants to fucking listen to us talk shit can. And yeah. a lot of people fucked with it, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, I can relate to that," or like, "Thanks for saying this," or "Hey, thanks for sharing that fucking dark time." Fucking boom, boom you know, whatever. It helped me, yeah. Yeah, it helped me, or I like that you. perspective, because with Joe and I, we don't just have sober people in our lives or whatever. Like, it's mm -hmm. not just that, but we do have people like that. But we also have just like homies, like you. You're fucking someone that just like has a normal life. That you're a normal person. You're not just like crazy dying sober alcoholic, right? So like, there's different crowds, and so that mixed with. Like, like the whole cross contamination, cause that's how podcasts grow. Right. Is like you, you repost it. Six of your friends will end up staying with me. Mm -hmm. Right. They'll come over and yeah. like fuck with it. Uh, and then my people will, if you have like, say something going on, maybe like you had like a, a sock company or some, like you were mm -hmm. doing good vibes still with your, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Not yeah. that you did it, but something like that, then they would come rock with you. And then it's cross contamination. That's why you see all these famous people doing each other's podcasts, uh, left and right. 
So there's that, but then also, yeah, I don't, I don't want to implement my marketing, my known marketing strategies and fucking ways of going about things because it's a full-time job. And then I would have to worry about what I'm saying and I mm -hmm. would have to start making content appealing to certain bases. And I, yeah, and that, that, that defeats the purpose of what, what you started this for probably, dude, which is literally to sit on this fucking couch <clears throat> and like talk to people I love, That's talk true. to people I love and care about, or I'm interested in. Yeah. Not like not, I'm not ever going to hit up some famous person or mm -hmm. some person I think has more influence. Like if I don't know the person or I've had good solid experiences with the person, they will never come on this fucking podcast. You know what I'm saying? Well, it makes sense because your podcast is your thing. You do right. what you want to do, <laughs> but it'd be easy. Think about this. Like, like think about there's someone that I don't really fuck with, but I know that they have a fucking heavy platform yeah. and that it would really benefit me. Right. Yeah. Uh, so selfishly, it would be easy to like have it and that person, if they'd be willing to come through to do that. Right. But then it'd be uncomfortable for me the whole time. Cause that's super inauthentic. And I'd be like, I don't care about a word you're saying. I just want your followers. And then the whole vibe would be shit. Yeah. Th that's the difference about this vibe mm -hmm. because without these microphones, I still be having conversations like this. We'd be talking literally the same shit, dude, but not in weird question form. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that's the only thing that makes this different than a normal conversation to me. I think actually I want to push back on that, Josh, because early on in our friendship, I asked you all sorts of, that's how I learned to get to know people because I would ask them questions about their life. Like my friend, Alexander, for example, uh, who I've been begging to come on the podcast too, who I'm pretty sure doesn't listen, but it's okay. I still love him. Uh, I would, when I first met him, I was so like, I felt really insecure because I just, I was like, Oh dude, he's like a super successful hairstylist. He's fucking like got his own place. He's established. And I just felt like this little, like little kid in many ways. I just asked questions because I didn't think that I had anything to offer. So I just asked questions about them. I've asked you like all this shit that you've told me I already knew. Cause I asked you. Well, that's all true, but I'm saying like, since you don't edit these, mm. I'm having a conversation, but if I don't say something fast enough, I feel like it's weird because this is a live podcast. Right. Right. So in a conversation, you I, have can some... get, I can just get up and walk away, yeah. <laughs> go to the bathroom, come back <laughs> right. without pausing this. Right. Right well, now you, I'm just you hanging totally out. You can totally do that too. I'm good at uh, filibustering, but. <laughs> well, yeah, to your podcast. Right. So I'm saying like, that's the only difference between this conversation and we might not be sitting on the couch like this. Also, we could be walking around doing other things. Yeah. That's the thing about you know portable things right so kind of the last thing on like the podcast vibe of just like i would love to get like a 200 hundred dollar check a month or something you know for some ad dollars or whatever because you can once i i think i need to have like over a thousand downloads not per episode but just gross and then like like a average of probably like 50 to 100 listeners mm -hmm. uh and then i'd be able to like someone would fucking throw an ad up there and i can literally if i wanted to just put like 10 ads on an episode and just every time it plays, I like, mm -hmm. get a kickback and then there's some other ways like Joe did like affiliate links and shit like that where, you know, I talk about it on here and then if they go use the code, you get a little kickback. Remember Karma Loop back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. That I company's still around, which is, is weird. It? Yeah. But I heard they got a lot of fraud shit going on. I don't know. I went to the website out. the other day and it looked weird. It, it <laughs> always has looked weird. It's a shit website, but also hella cool clothes. Crooks and Castles before they were in Zoomies. Yep. Uh, oh my God. Like, Raised by Wolves was probably on Karma Loop for sure. I don't remember, but I do mess with Raised by yeah. Wolves a lot. I still have one of my favorite brands. Just, I know. I don't even buy that many things. I have one hat. Right. And it's just, that's it. How it do you have cool. one hat oh, one hat from them? One hat from them, like, yeah. Motherfucker, I've given you like three hats since I've known you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, remember I'm, the I'm, time I'm, I left one on your car? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but I don't have any more, unfortunately. I'm no. sorry. It was, it was a trash hat. 
that you bought it as a mace or something like that. Yeah, it was a silly or hat. Or PacSun or something. It was a hat you would probably never wear, but I was like, I'm going to give it to you. I think it had okay. paint spackles on it. Yeah, I think it did. I think I wore it once, just it took a just, picture. Just, yeah, and just then I gave it away to my brother, probably. That's all right. So he probably I'm wore sure it. He, I know he probably wore yeah, it too. So, yeah, yeah. So it's sure. getting you, so it's just not by me. I'm not even worried about it. I have very um, particular style mm-hmm. and no style at the same time. That's what I like to say. You're much, we, dude, you and I, this is cool. This is a perfect, not. You just did a natural segue, my dog. Give me bones, dude. Cause shit. Uh, fuck yeah, Z. Fuck, I see fun, G. <laughs> uh, so you and I uh, have always. I came in late. You're right. You have Madison will say like you have a uniform. You have your your equation. Mm-hmm. You and I both do. Yeah. And so does she. Okay. Like when I first met her, dude, I was like, literally, what I I I don't have the verbatim, but it was like. Uh, I was like, you are the babe of all babes or like you're a total babe and that I love your aesthetic, right? Yeah. Because she's just like, it was just, she's fucking adorable and you can tell that like she knows what she's fucking doing and I just love that, right? Yeah. Uh, and and she is the babe of fucking all babes. Uh, she's awesome. So when it comes to like me, it's like, it's always going to be hat or a beanie. It's always going to be sweatshirt or long sleeve or t-shirt. It's always going to be these three jeans or mm-hmm. whatever. And then it's always going to be the sock. And it, but then each sock, I have a range of different fucking vibes. There jeans, how I wear them a little bit different. Yeah. T-shirt color wise is like my big separator. And then, uh, you know, sneakers and all of that. But it's pretty much like a uniform thing. Like I don't fucking bust out cardigans and like red wing shoes and have like people that can do that. I, I applaud them to have a range range but to me it seems so fucking stressful yeah you know like they well, have that's the, that's the style is style's crazy like my friend joey i just looked at his picture on instagram the other day he's wearing like the old man cardigan like sweater yeah with some like uh weird frame glasses <laughs> and some like boat shoes like and you have to like and he's in his 30s but he looks like he's in his 80s but it's tight looking you have to put that together you know that yeah. took thought and oh yeah like, definitely like my art like i you and I both we we think about what we're doing but like it's easy like a b c d kind of process of just like this this and that and then it's so mine is so interchangeable that yeah. like I just you just switch switch a sock and a hat and it's a completely different outfit but it's yeah, all the same shit that's true yeah I feel like that's how style is anyway yeah most people stay in their comfort zone right and like this isn't even that weird but this orange shirt I'm wearing right now I wouldn't have ever bought that. I would never bought it I bought it in a mystery box Really? Yeah, it's a company called Madness. Yeah, but a I fuck company. with the heavy, especially with the black corduroys. And you flex out with the the mustard, uh, baby shit green. Yeah, and I almost didn't Yellow. wear this. I almost sold, sent this back. This was supposed to be gold when I bought this, and it came this weird mustard color. I bought it last season. They'll call it gold, and then it comes out. It's yeah, like not. And I was like, I don't even want this. I paid fifty dollars for this stupid palace thing. I don't right. want this. And then I like it a lot. I, I like it now that I wear yeah, it. Yeah, it's hard. Well, in, first, in that color combo is not something that you would uh, typically. Yeah, so my new thing is um, instead of buying random stuff or instead of buying things I like, yeah, I buy random mystery boxes from companies I like, and then it uh, changes what I wear basically. Sure, so do I'm you just do a style. size thing? Like you just yeah, buy you like a, a size, medium or yeah. large or whatever. Like I got, I think I got five shirts and a skateboard for a hundred dollars. Really? From a company called Madness, mm. and then there's a company called The Quiet Life. If you've heard of them, heard of Quiet Life? Yeah, Dude, they, they have a shop. That's <coughs> one of the shops they oh, down in uh, Melrose. Yeah, well, they do a lot of crazy sales too. This is called the Sample Sale. I had a gang, and then Second Sucks. Have you heard of Second Sucks? Nope. So they're they're narrow. I'll they're look into that later. Where Quiet Life is okay. Cool. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fuck with all of them. But Quiet Life, I bought. I got like a mystery box for like fifty dollars, and it came with like a black crew neck, like some red shirts, like a jacket. 
and like I got this cool looking um what is it it's like a it's like a dress shirt but it has just random things on it. it's like baby blue and I would have yeah. never bought that but it's such nice quality mm-hmm. and it was all $50 for all of it so it's like that's my new thing I buy mystery boxes from companies I like and then I just get whatever that's my new color and you kind of like yeah you're like and it will force you out like my fear with that is, is I'll get something that's like because I'm pretty adventurous color wise so there's yeah, not definitely. any really color no. I'm not gonna no. fuck with <laughs> it's not a color but like whether it's like the graphic or it's well, look at the graphic like, on the back of this it's no I fuck with art. that a lot no 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 that that is heavy I'm telling you that I fuck but with like, that a lot if I saw this I probably wouldn't have just bought this it's a crazy color with a crazy back picture yeah I'm too, I'm too mild to wear this usually you think you are well, yeah, until you put it on and guess what now you're a saucy ass wild boy I know now people think I dress like right, this at all times this guy fucks this guy's crazy <laughs> <laughs> this guy's out here uh, exactly so I don't know dude I think you know what's crazy with me is uh, I'm getting to this place where I was at 35th and they had this like crazy designed I don't even know how to explain it it's it's a sweater but it's the collared sweater thicker with like three or four buttons. Oh yeah, yeah, I like those. Right, but it's like a rugby, kinda, and like a Henley together. But like, yeah, but like <laughs> a heavier one. Yeah, yeah. But then when I put it on, I was an in between. So like the medium was too short on the torso, but mm-hmm. it fit pretty good. Yeah. But the large was way too baggy around the neck. Oh, gotcha. But I was, but it was like black and gray, and it was like a hundred bucks. And I was, I went there to buy it. Sounds like I'm going to buy it right now. Yeah, and then like, fuck, <laughs> it, dude, it's sick. You would love it, but it's like, uh, I don't. And I think the small would be way, way too. And it was just like, I go to step out like that, but then when I'm so comfortable in the t-shirt or the sweatshirt, yeah, and it's just like my safety net. Then when I think of like a little bit out there shit, or in like flannels too, I'm like, uh, like, dude, I have this uh, Carhartt WI. Do you fuck with work in progress at all? Like yeah, I like their stuff. I've only had a couple of their pieces expensive. in general. Yeah, expensive. Expensive. That's why. I go to the sales section and then look for my size. Mm-hmm. But mediums, uh, a lot of people wear mediums, so I don't right. usually get anything. But right. I try to. Uh, they have sometimes they'll have stuff at a uh, Nordstrom. Awesome. And shit, but super expensive still. But I have this like crazy puffer, uh, foresty camo puffer thing, and it, bro, it like sounds tight. Took it's super sick. It's hard body, and it's like a winter thing. And it's super warm, and it's comfortable, and it's amazing. It's like down. Uh, but like I had to look at that for a while and to be like, this feels so weird. You know, it just felt so weird. Uh, even my like fucking OG North face, uh, neon orange North face jackets, like a different feel, you know, like it takes a while to get comfortable in. Yeah. What I think now, um, I'm, I'm getting older now. I'm almost in my forties, but I dress like a skateboarder. So I'm gonna look like this probably forever. Mm Mm-hmm. I look like a teenager. I don't think my dad dressed like this when he was in his Dude, 30s. if I showed you my boy Scott on, uh, <clears throat> he, I knew him from back in the day out here. He worked uh, with Bang for a little bit. He was like the manager, uh, which is like a salon. He cool, cool as fuck. Uh, I think Scott Emmerich or something like that. Shout out Scott if you ever listen. I'm pretty sure you don't. Uh, he's down in LA. He's got like a couple little younger daughters, and they always take like like prison hard style photos at like Disneyland and shit. They're like really cool. He's a cool ass dad, so, but he. He's like 50 mm-hmm. and dresses like we do. Yeah, but I and think it looks the, good. That, that's the style now. But I'm saying in the 80s and early 90s. Oh no, yeah. You couldn't dress like this as an adult. I Bro, look like a teenager. Almost, yeah, you're almost fucking. You're almost back then. You're almost dead. Yeah, no, that's the difference. 40, they're like, oh, get in there, Tom. So that's why I feel like uh, with style now. The older I get, the more I think if I want to buy something and it looks stupid, no matter what you wear, it won't be weird to other people. Right. So like, especially in the city we live in, that's, I feel like it's a good thing about Seattle. Seattle, no, yeah. I can dress dude. in anything, and I won't be the weirdest person on the street. Right, and, and <laughs> it feels super comfortable. And like, so that's my new thing now. 
when life I life short, ba- buy what you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let your freak flag fly. Uh, when I would go back home after I kind of like fully went to the dark side of like hipster Seattle shit and like yeah. wore my jeans a certain way. When I'd go back home, I'd feel like I would st- stand out. I'd be like, oh wow, this is like a little bit extra. This outfit, you know, well, just like a little bright or a little yeah. you know out there. Well, uh, when I go back to Tri Cities, I have hmm. a, I have an old friend named Randy that I've known Randy. since I was sixteen. Yeah. And he, I went to his house and he's like a total like, um, cop. He's a cop. Country, no, a country boy now. Like he dresses, drives trucks, yeah, lifted trucks, works at the, just works outside, does yeah. outside shit. Likes chewing tobacco. Yeah. Probably like that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. For Listens sure. Listens to country music. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my friend Jake were likes there. Likes to say things like not my president. No, I'm just joking. Nah, he's still, he's still hip. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Liberal. He's yeah, still one a of liberal, us. yeah, but like his life is way different than it used to be. Right. So me and my friend Jake dress like this, and he's Jake's from L.A. So Randy, we went to his house, and he had like friends over, like his his friends that all looked like him, uh-huh. looked like all looked like they're from Texas. Huh. And he literally said, "Oh, I'm sorry about my friends. They're from Seattle, <laughs> because we're dressed normal to us. This is normal stuff. Right. But to but them, to, they're like, well, who are these it's like total thing. That's why I feel like whatever you want to wear, wear it. Nobody cares. Do what you want to do. Life short, buy it." Yeah, my new most, motto. most people would be more inclined to care like that's tight instead of not care like judge you or something. Yeah, I thought it was like, funny that he apologized for how we dressed right. to let us know his friends know that we were not from there. Right. They could tell we're not from there. He's like, don't. Yeah, it's like they know, dude. Uh, but I thought it was just funny that he announced it. Do you feel like this is a good question? Do you feel like uh, society or like life and where we're at now is catching up? to your tattoos as in like do you ever feel like because you're you're sleeved up pretty much what space do you have left uh my whole back, whole and my back. Upper are you legs. gonna piece that out yeah i want to but like i want to get it lined just the line work yeah. it's gonna be like six to eight hundred dollars easy and i don't want to start that yet right but i already have a theme in mind do you what do you want to do japanese traditional no never <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so i wanted to i have two different options and mm. now that i'm saying on the podcast and it's going to be in the world forever i gotta do one of them now right what um, so it's going to be king kong versus godzilla like with a cityscape on the background yep just some big Fire. big ass thing like that right there on your art basil yeah. thing yeah yeah yeah. i love that <laughs> like that exact thing yeah on my back or a stagecoach bank robbery scene with like uh people on horses like old style gangsters on horses and a stagecoach so one of those two themes, they Fuck both yeah. sound cool. They were both really cool. And now that I have so many tattoos, I just get whatever. They don't really mean anything. No, they yeah, both yeah. just sound cool. Sure. And I've been planning those same exact things for the last like five years. So I don't think I'm going to get bored of them. Who's going to line out your back, do you know? Um, either my friend Arturo, if he wants to, or my friend Alex. They both live in Tri-Cities and they're both tattoo artists that yeah. I've known since high school. But those are the two people that I want to do it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they want to draw. Dude, that. I've still wanted. I've uh, to this day I still have wanted to get a tattoo from Turbo, but like Arturo, a, Arturo. But they call him Turbo. No, no, yeah, they do. Nobody has ever called him that. Dude, I'm pretty sure Jared calls him Turbo. Oh, uh, maybe Jared does. That's what I'm saying, bro. In the tattoo world, I guess. Yeah, come on. Okay, Turbo. in the in the real in the in the normal world. I'm if ner- Jared listens to this and I That's find funny. out it's not, but right now I'm saying yes, he calls him fucking Turbo for sure. I mean, Almost it's, it's, positive he calls him because he's. Hold on. If I have his fucking number in my phone as Turbo, because I think I hit him up one time. Oh, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't. But it, it's Turbo. Okay. It's Turbo. But whatever. Uh, I mean, I've known him for like 20 years now, so I didn't know his name was Turbo. But anyway. Yeah, you know what I do? Because I'm super exclusive, bro. I'm, I'm in Maybe that. it's just Turo. T-U-R-O. And you thought it was Turbo. I think it might that's be. Possible. I think it's T-U-R-B-O. No, no. I understand, <laughs> I understand how you're spelling it. But that's not his name. Uh, But, okay. In, in like, no one out here. Just, like, no other artist. No, I only have one artist out here uh, that I don't even know where he works anymore. He was going to move to 
Iceland once he got married and something tragic happened. So I don't know what he's doing now, but I don't know if I'm going to get tattooed by him. Tragic? Yeah. How tragic? Uh, he doesn't listen, so you can say it. Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, um, <laughs> so he, he recently got married and his wife died. Recently. Jamie King. I don't know if you know. Who oh, he is. yeah. No, no. Okay, I'm yeah. fucking. That, I know. I know Jamie really well. Oh, you've, have you been yeah. tattooed by Jamie? Well, Hannah. Okay, yeah. Hannah, so you, his wife, who passed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know her too? Uh, Hannah, I, I've met Jamie. I've met uh, Hannah. It was like around, around when she started getting, like when she got diagnosed. Oh, okay, gotcha. I haven't okay. seen her around, but uh, very familiar. Uh, J- the reason why I say I know Jamie really well is he's done uh, my mom's husband's sleeve work. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well, he's done a lot of the homie shit, but uh, okay, yeah, he worked the hit of hand for a while. Yeah, and then he did his own private studio, yeah. fucking Belltown. Or, yeah, and I haven't or, heard from him in a lot of years, but that's who. Yeah, you said I Iceland. No, it's fucking. Norway? Where is he from? Yeah, so I think he was pretty sure Norway or Sweden. I don't, unfortunately, Cause Sweden, uh, no, it's because she was Swedish. I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, was really great. Like I listen to different podcasts. They say find my ignorance charming. I didn't know Norway, Sweden. <laughs> no, they're no. all the same to me. Unfortunately, you say Iceland. That's <laughs> just funny. Iceland. Yeah. Iceland is Nor- Norway, Sweden. I get it, but like uh, Iceland, yeah, yeah. way different place. Okay. Uh, and there's no ice on Iceland. And since you're not going to edit this, now this in there. That's all right. No, okay, but yeah, Jamie King's fucking. Incredible. So that's the only other person that I've actually got tattooed by besides my friends mm-hmm. out here that I still have his contact information and would get tattooed by. Sick. Okay. That's cool, what I'm cool. saying. Uh, but so back to the question is like. Oh yeah. So you been you were essentially sleeved up by the time you were what mid twenties. Yeah. So. It, Walgreens obviously never gave you any guff about it. Like no, actually, it, when I first started, uh, Lynn told me I had to wear long sleeve shirts. Really? Yeah. Ooh, big, 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 uh, bad stain on her record. Yeah. Lynn. But she, Little did you know. But then I just stopped, and then nobody cared ever again. Right. And but, like, for the first, like, week or two. times then, you know. Not even know why. I think it's because she didn't have a choice of hiring me. I transferred. Yeah. So oh. <laughs> I think that's what happened. No, but think about it, like. It's still taboo in a lot of industries, and I'm gonna I'm kind of walking you down a path to get there of like why I want to talk about this. But like in many industries, it's still taboo. Yeah. Back then, it was taboo to have because I know in like Puyallup and shit, even when I was trying to work at like fucking Subway, if you had like fucking, or you were a server at fucking Denny's, they'd make you cover up your fucking tattoos. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this was like 90s, early 2000s, even into the 2010s. There were some spots that were like, oh, you have like a hand tattoo, you can't work here. But do you feel like now, and this could just be a Seattle thing. I don't know. I don't know what it's like back home. I don't know what it's like fucking, you know, anywhere else in the world. But now you see, like, no matter where you go, like, mm-hmm. I think in the moral of the stories, I think in like 20 years, dude, you're going to see like doctors with face tats. Yeah. I or, think like, sleeved. I mean, there's already doctors yeah. sleeved out, but I think to a point, yes, but it's also where we live. I went to DC for like a family reunion and I was in Maryland, Virginia and Washington, DC. Mm-hmm. And not many people were tattooed at all, really? just in general. And people were looking at me like not weird, but like I stood out. I was wearing mm. a tank top. I have a lot more tattoos. Oh than yeah, nobody. when you wear a tank top, you're fucking grilled. Yeah, you look like Wiz Khalifa. Hey, thanks. Uh, uh, but then like that, and I went to Georgia to my grandma's house, and she lives in Augusta, which isn't Atlanta, so it's not that huge city. Right. But nobody was tattooed over there. I'd see somebody with like one tattoo. Oh shit! So it's where we're from. Yeah, it's it, LA, West Cal- Coast. Yeah, basically West Coast. West I Coast. Unless you're in the tattoo scene in all these cities that I'm naming. Denver super tatted. Yeah. So there's like there's probably people in these places I'm talking about, but compared to here, as a majority, whole, yeah, yeah, it's not a thing. So I don't know if it's going to be normalized in smaller markets, but in Seattle, Portland, LA, Denver, all these places you talked about. Right. Yes, yeah, so it will be normal. I just feel like you'll we'll eventually see that like it 
becomes normalized where it's like, not, I saw me, I hate saying that because I saw a meme that was like, if you have to normalize something, it's not normal. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it shouldn't be normal. I don't know. Just Well, it's true because the reason tattoos, it was outlaws, bikers, people have been in prison, mm-hmm. and now it's people in Ivy League schools. It's like fucking do whatever they want. doulas and people like yeah. kindergarten Anybody teachers and shit. Yeah, so it's a different lifestyle, mm-hmm. and that's because it's normalized. So I feel like it needs to be normalized. Right, and I think we're going to see that just naturally because like eventually, eventually there's not going to be that filter of like you're going to have to just – someone's going to be sitting across from you at like you're going to be like a law firm, and the best candidate is going to be sleeved the fuck out. Yeah. And it's like, it's now not going to make sense to be like, well, you don't present as well. Mm-hmm. Like with my new job, dude, I may be like, uh, talking to like fucking politicians and shit and like yeah. talking to like, you know, nonprofit people and talking yeah. to like more like, you know, established, like, uh, you can say it's like more, it's like regular or, or professional or kind of like, what's the opposite of alternative and all what's alternative to an alternative person. Right. Yeah. Uh, mainstream. Maybe it's mainstream. That's going to be the, should that be the name of the, uh, Episode what alternative the alternative to alternative people <laughs> you Nick call whatever you want I'm not gonna listen to it <laughs> <laughs> I bet you listen to at least two seconds of it nope I'll text you when it comes out and I'm not even gonna play it I'll That's just skip till next week That's the bad funny. thing about that is now I'm gonna have to skip well actually you put two out a week sometimes sometimes I'll put three out in a week I'm yeah, gonna record like, another one tomorrow I think okay yeah so like yeah. I get behind and yeah. then my job has a lot of downtime right so then I catch up because then you have three at one time and then you have none for a week and then. Are you sporadic? Random question, but uh, are you gonna go? Do you think you'll ever make it full time with the ferry system? Yeah, yeah. So the plan is to quit Walgreens. Besides, once a month, after two to three years, when I get a permanent at the ferries. And now, why? What's the once a month? Once a month thing is that to help with like retirement, or what's the idea there? Um, Just, I have a four hundred one k through Walgreens, so it's like my money. And yeah. also, if you work once a month, you keep your discount. Okay, sure. So you work one to one time a month, you get a discount. When can you, <laughs> you ca- cash out on the four hundred one k? I don't know. I think you can cash out any time, but... It, I mean, yours I'm, has to be fucking pretty decent. Yeah, it's not bad, but I also now have a pension through the state. Well, right, but, like, I'm just so saying, I'm not gonna eventually, cash you can cash out. When you're done, done with Walgreens, you can just fucking grab the bag. Yeah, yeah, or you can just let it sit there, and it keeps incurring interest. Ah. So, some people Unless take... go bankrupt, then you're fucked. I don't think that's how it works with 401k. I don't know. I've seen some mob movies, son. I also don't think Walgreens is going bankrupt. No. Nah, Besides CVS, it's the only drugstore that people talk about. Yeah, they're thriving. Like, basically, I listen to a lot of comedy. I listen to a lot of stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Whenever they're talking about drugstores, they're talking about Walgreens or CVS. Nobody's talking about other companies. Yeah, because Rite Aid and Bartels are just kind of like... Well, I think Bartels is a Pacific Northwest only. It is, but it just and got then, bought out by Rite Aid. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And people and then, were pissed. You know how many white people were like, oh, my God, it's fucking... It's a corporate America now. They're like, oh, have you ever been into a Rite Aid? It's terrible. Well, right it to me looks like it's always closed. It's always dark. It looks like it's always in a zombie apocalypse movie. Yeah, and no yeah. matter. I was even in the one in Georgia, and I was like, "This is just maybe their lighting is just terrible because it always looks dark in there." Right. You're like, this is how you get herpes and bitten by a fucking zombie. Yeah. So I don't mess with right it. Has nothing to do with working at Walgreens. Right. It's just a weird store. Well, and Walgreens is like. It's nice. It's. Nice. I heard CVS is better. I've only been inside one CVS and no. it wasn't that good. Dude, same deal. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a fucking uh, like discounted Target in many ways. That's what it feels like. It's like oh, a okay. really low key Target or like a shitty like bare bones Safeway or something. Like you go gotcha, in, gotcha, yeah, yeah, you got aisles and all the aisles are lower. So like mm-hmm. Walgreens has the high aisles, so it oh, seems yeah. like the whole place is full. 
you walk into a Bartels or fucking CVS, you can see like you see everything. Like right, yeah. it's like everything's Bartels mostly is just like eye level, eye level, and they have a little bit more shit, but it's no different than fucking Walgreens. Like oh, Walgreens okay. cracks off with candies and it's got their own little like fucking. That's true. I like to say we have a little bit of everything, but not a lot of anything. The other day, a lady was like, "Can I get some cream cheese?" I like, "We have this one. Do you have anything else?" It's like, no, no, but we do have some. We have this one or none. Yeah, your it's your choice. I remember we used to wax. I, I used to wax the uh, broccoli cheddar Amy's bowls. Yeah, they're now like seven dollars each. Uh, they used to be like five something. No, really. So like, I like them, but that's I can go. Out, I can go out to eat for that now. For sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> for that price, that team. Also, dinner. for a while there, dude, Walgreens brand food was kind of hidden. Yeah, yeah. They have some good shit. They do, yeah. I mean, I was living on it. So, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, you had to fucking... Uh, but now that you're less broke, like, it's good, but, like, you can buy other things that are comparable and probably better. Yeah, 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 for sure. It depends on your tax bracket. Well, now I just make food, dude. Well, yeah, and you make just food now. Simple fucking food. Like, Madison and I would go out to eat, and, like, I mean, even when I was, like, single and shit, I would, like... Five days, six days out of the week, just make my just cheap and easy. Yeah, and ta- I really enjoy it. Like it tastes really good. The lunches I'm making shit, and then eat out and get all slutty like once in a while. Uh, what time do you have to get out of here? I don't have to. You don't have to. Okay, cool. I'm just Pro- looking around because. Well, no, I was. I remember cool. you had. I, me- I thought you mentioned twelve. Twelve what? Twelve o'clock. I will be here between ten and twelve. Oh, be here. Oh, okay, tight, tight. Yeah, you got. I didn't know because I didn't set an alarm today. I didn't know what time I was gonna wake up. Right. Actually, I did set an alarm. For six fifty nine because a shoe came out on the sneakers app that I did not get. What shoe? Uh, the SB Dunk Gundams, the white ones. Gundams. Yeah. Ooh, fuck them. You want to know why? Because fuck sneakers. Well, yeah, basically that's why. Like, here we're gonna talk about it. Oh yeah. Let's fucking talk about it. You're the first. Finally, you're here. I forgot. <laughs> I'm so glad we're gonna talk about this. What the fuck is wrong with Nike and the entire sneaker community where loyal? Fucking fans. I want to know your honest opinion. This is what hopefully I hear you say fuck at least once. Fuck Nike for the fact that someone who's been rocking Nike since SB Dunks were like $55, like they were fucking vans and that they weren't all hyped out. I've been wearing them since then till now that if I want one pair of fucking shoes that I may very well not get them. And if I have to get them, it's because I'm going to be paying $500. Like why would Nike choose to boost up a resale market uh, when they're not going to really profit off that? See, I feel like they're not boosting up the resale market. I feel like they are just selling because no matter what, they're going to sell out. So they're making their money. They're done. Right. They took their money. Resellers are the one that are cashing out on this thing. I don't think Nike's doing anything differently that they did back in the day. Just more people. I think more people want it because they can resell it. And that's a bigger crowd than it used to be. I so wore SBs back when sneakers been around, but if they're not doing anything differently, how long is limited release raffles and like blind raffles and shit been around uh i don't know maybe four or five years right they're doing things differently no i think sneakers but i don't think nike's doing things differently that's i think through nike that's their, but the that's sneakers their is their limited things but the way they used to sell sbs is they sold my skate shops exactly which is also limited well it just nobody cared about them right it's limited but not really because they, they would get a same similar they would nike wouldn't be like here's two of each size no no but a, w- a way i would think about this is alive and well used to have a sidewalk sale every summer mm-hmm. oh i remember that oh, yeah yeah, yeah. We maybe six we years park yeah maybe six to eight years ago i bought a pair of dunk lows for twenty dollars yes yeah because nobody wanted them right i just looked two days ago those ones are now four hundred dollars stop and they're not even that cool 
No. I don't even remember what they're called, but Did you have some, them still? No, no, because I sold them right. because they were stupid. Yeah. Oh, they're called the fish ladder dunks. Fish ladder. Yeah. Huh. So Google that when you get done with this. They looked weird. So I bought them because they're twenty dollars. That's why I just I don't fucking agree with you, dude. Because they they are doing it differently because they would just send these skate shops. And like I get it if Nike would release it's still fucked the same thing if Nike releases like the shoe say like the chunky donkeys to all skate shops that are affiliated with them across America they give them the standard amount this is just what you get uh say it's like five of each pair or ten of each pair or whatever it may be mm-hmm. uh and then you sell those and then if the, the, I just don't even like the skate shops deciding to do raffles and shit because it's just like it's super it's fucking stupid dude I the whole know. the whole market is stupid but I feel like the skate shops have the the, the most power to do that because they're just like yeah but the reason the reason they're doing that is for safety also now i feel like some of the skate shops when they do first come first serve because back in the day crazy. i could just walk in and buy shoes right there was no first come first serve i get there when they're open there's not a line outside yeah i think the supreme market Bucks fed into up. the sneaker market supply and demand type deal yeah like, because people realize that if you have limited everybody wants it so that's what i was thinking recently like uh, I don't even, no matter how much I like shoes anymore, I'm over trying to c- cool shoes. Yeah. I just changed my whole style. So like now when I'm not skateboarding, I'm only wearing New Balance. Sure. And now well, they have, better for but now feet. they have super hype New Balances. That's crazy. I know, right? <laughs> I want to get the new 550, the ALD ones that came out. They're, they're called, dude, new, but they look like to, skate shoes. That's why I like New them. Balance for really making a hard fucking like transformation into something like they fucking turned it around dude. oh yeah no yeah turned it the fuck around i think it's a lot with the collaborations they have collaborations with different companies I think that's what started and then they got they got big dick energy on like newer silhouettes on fucking colorways and schemes and shit that and, and also what up. they did is um they made shoes that are comfortable well they always have it's always been new balance okay now also what They're they lifestyle did shoes yeah, like, I guess like that's true. Dad yeah, shoes, walking shoes, yeah. running shoes. That that's was true. their vibe, athletic type maybe. Yeah. But then they made their lifestyle shit. Yeah, they made them even more comfortable and more aesthetically appealing and like trendier. And like I've seen colorways of fucking New Balances where I'm like, oh, dude, fuck Nike, fuck anything. I'd rock those over anything. Yeah, that's what that's what I feel. So like, there's certain Nikes skate shoes I want just because I'm a skateboarder. I don't want to skate them now because I know how much they're worth. Right. But back in the day, I did skate super expensive shoes, and ruin them. And well, that's all what SPs. I I'm I'm aware. I'm not a reseller. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wear them. Like uh, I'm getting Madison for her birthday uh, a pair of 97s, just like Air Max 97s. Don't know which ones yet. We're gonna. Oh, have you heard of the uh, little? I don't know. You're probably working Saturday, but uh, down in my boy has a. He's vending in Renton at the uh, or Kent or Renton or somewhere. They're doing a seven hour sneaker hype beast fucking whatever resale event. Oh, There's yeah. going to be like hundreds of vendors. Yeah, but what's the point of going there? So you can spend a lot more money on the shoe. You can just buy it on Goat or StockX if you're no, going to pay you that much money. But here's the deal with that is for one, like, no so packs? I was going to go that route. Yeah. There's well, a new bounce of time out. It just yeah, looks super are, nice. Those are hard. Yeah, but those <laughs> actually look probably more daddish than anything. But it also looks like an old school skate shoe. That's yeah. the reason I like it. So. Okay. W- but, uh, Air Max 97. The thing why. So I was about to do the stock X or go mm-hmm. whatever for sure. Yeah. It's not really that much cheaper yeah. to go that route. Yeah. And also I have to wait for verification, authentication, authentication, and say they don't fit mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Think about the hassle of getting it, sending it back and getting 
a new site and all of that. It's it's so fucking hard. Like I'd rather go in in person. Oh, is she gonna be there with you? Uh, yeah, we're we're thinking about it because I'm getting ready to go to we're getting we're getting ready to go to Mexico uh, on Monday, and so yeah. she's like she's working a bunch of shifts to try and fucking uh, stack loot and just like. You know, because she's missing, like, fucking a bunch of days. Uh, and so we'll see. We had talked about it last night of, like, her coming. But I – my whole thing, dude, this is funny. This is, like, my – it's been a fucking headache, bro. For me, I induced headache on myself because your first pair – she's not, like, a big sneaker person or anything, right, when it yeah. comes into that. And nor, nor does she have a desire to. Right? But you but are. Like, but, but I am. But I, I feel have, like – I'm not a sneaker head. But I have a love like we do for sneakers. Yeah, that's 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 why we're upset about Nike. Exactly. People that don't care about sneakers don't understand why we're upset. I would be a shoe wearer and collector if I fucking uh, could buy the shoes that I wanted to do. I would even pay if Nike was like, yo, instead of doing what's like a chunky donkey, like like a standard dunk low, 90 bucks? 100. 100? Even. Charge me 175. I'll buy them. I'll do it still. Cause I know they're limited. It's not like a regular release. You get yeah, on the yeah. website. I got you. Charge me one seventy five. Yeah. Make your nut. That's almost. That's fucking seventy five percent increase yeah. in profit for you. Okay. So then I can get the fucking shoe. I, Cause I would do that. Cause I'm loyal to you, you cocksuckers. Okay. Right? But instead of that, they're like, no, we're just gonna like throw an app, and that you can like, if you have like a hundred bots, you can probably consistently get it or whatever. But until then, like, yeah. get fucked. You're gonna miss out on everything, and you'll have to spend four hundred dollars to wear those. Like, you know, not every shoe i love of their limited releases you know what i'm saying but some of them i fuck with heavy you yeah. know the grateful deads chunky Dunkies, travis's lover boys the the red and white and like the valentine's type ones that had all the hearts on the soul like fucking i don't even like red but i love those ones okay, gotcha. yeah, I understand. fire uh but so the headache is is like that i'm like totally kicking my ass about is because this first shoe is really important mm-hmm. to like set a tone of like like the first experience into it, right? So it's like getting that first, because you always remember your first, like, I remember my first pair of fucking SB Blazers. I remember my first blazer, like gotcha. as a sneaker person. Yeah, yeah. I know that's not going to be her experience because it's just like a sweet gift, like, you know, something that I care about. Yeah. But. But if she wears them and she likes the vibe they look on her, then maybe she'll start buying her own. Who knows? No, well, no, I'm going to buy her sh- the shoes forever, bro. Oh, that's like, cool. like that's as, awesome. as long as she keeps me around, I'm fucking, she's going to be laced, you know, over the, <laughs> over the years, like for sure. But so like, that's I, <clears throat> I want, and also, you know what I noticed is like all the recent releases, like the last couple years through the website of like 97s and shit, or just like Air Max's lifestyles. I haven't been mids, you know, like, yeah. uh, just mids. And so like going online and just buying her a random, like I was going to get her the all whites. Okay. A standard, just right? Basic just ones, to start. Yeah. Uh, because she wears like the all white Air Force vibe, all white Adidas, or like the white Adidas, like just mm-hmm. kind of things like that. And so I was like, I was about to do the StockX thing, but then I was like, man, she hasn't seen them. So it'd be kind of a surprise, right? And mm-hmm. I, she wholeheartedly trusts like my aesthetic and like my vision for it, right? Yeah. But since she does have her own fucking aesthetic and vibe and like her own, her home, own presentation that like it would be easy for me to just come in with some shit that like colorways that I rock with that yeah. I, even I think she would look good in but if it's clunky to what her fucking whole look is then it's like she may not be as inspired to wear or whatever so I'm just like I'm like oh what I want to find not the perfect one but I want to find the right starter first like hype shoe for her 
to wear where it's like more it's like i want it to be versatile in like a utility shoe but also have like a nice little funk to it where it's kind of like stands out and gotcha. it's a little bit expressive yep then like the typical just all black or all white kind of yep. thing i gotcha so finding that balance is something i've been dying i found one that i i'll probably get for her next gotcha. they're just sauced out they're super sick like, i think instead of air max 97 i'd go with the air max 90 is I that like the, the shape better is that the I remember the black with leather ones I had the squeaked? Yeah, I think it's that shoe. So the with the higher raised heel, yeah. it's not uh, okay. I feel like they look good in like not, uh, standard colors. They had like white with a different color swoosh with a different color thing. Like mm-hmm. there's different mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. They they're they're stitching and shit is yeah, really cool. I feel like it, the shape of them is also just better. I bought 97s the other day and they fit weird, so I sent them back to hmm. goat. What do they do when you send them back to goat? You lose twenty dollars. Really? That's it. You get all your money back besides the 20 because you paid for shipping. Yeah. So you used to go into it. So I paid 160 for the shoe. I got back 145 or something like that. I was going to do StockX. Oh, but then with, oh, I don't know how StockX works. I don't think I've ever returned anything. But Goat, they return anything, but you can't get cash back at store credit. But since I buy shoes on Goat. It's, it's yeah, it's all good money. <laughs> to me, yeah. it's fine. Uh, That's okay. my downside for that. So I'm going to go down to this place. I think I might go down and. Uh, what do you keep looking at? Oh, we're, we we got to wrap up. Uh, all right, cool. I'm going to go down and do all guys. that shit. No, 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 no. Oh, not yet. <laughs> no, no. Uh, go down. I'm going to check it out. Uh, I, I think I might – because I'm going to go see my boy regardless, and I'm yeah. going to go look around and see what the – like, like see what's there. Gotcha. If I find shit that I already know I was going to get her, yeah. I'm just going to cop it. You know, and just too. go uh, and then fucking deal with it and, and like, whatever. Because when you're dealing with later releases, you can't fucking – take it back here's a receipt fucking kyle mr yeah. reseller guy he's like no you know so because i, I want to make sure it fits and all that shit yeah. so i just want it to be right because it's like it's that important and then every sneaker after that's just going to be like free willy just like it's all good you know yeah. what i'm saying but this first one is just like really important you know oh, that sounds cool word. i understand that word dog you killed it dude it's not as bad as you think huh well it's still weird as i said yeah. most of the time through it yeah but because there's a microphone in my face and i don't talk with microphones in my face very often you're cozy though dog you're comfortable you did really great i'm proud of you yeah, but I feel like I didn't say anything. You didn't, but you said everything. All right, cool. It's like you got you said a little, but and a lot at the same time. All right, cool. You're a great dude. Okay, uh, hopefully we didn't go over. Okay, I love you guys. Uh, love you, Josh. You're amazing. Thanks for doing this. Uh, we're gonna do it again. Uh, and everybody, fucking, I think I have one more episode coming. Uh, before I go to Mexico, so hopefully you guys have some shit to listen to. If not, uh, big love. If I don't make it back, this has been a fucking good trip. Uh, life's crazy. Amen. Love you. Bye.